0: With SBS Radio. In this bulletin, racist text messages from murder acquitted cop revealed at Kumanjai Walker inquest. Former Prime Minister Julia Gillard believes now is time for reflection on an Australian republic and the AUKOS agreement takes shape one year after its original signing. Two senior remote community police officers in the Northern Territory have denied knowledge of systemic racism in the force. In her second day of evidence at the inquest into into the shooting death of Indigenous teenager Kumanjai Walker, Sergeant Ann Jolly said she had not come across officers using obviously racist language in the course of their duties. But earlier this week, text messages between officers, including the one who shot Mr Walker during his attempted arrest in 2019, were detailed. They include racial slurs. Miss Jolly's testimony was backed up by Sergeant Lanyon-Smith. Northern Territory Police Commissioner Jamie Choker says the racist views that came to light this week are an isolated incident and the force has worked hard over the past few years to eliminate racism in its ranks. We've done active work in this space to try and mitigate those types of views, those types of beliefs and that type of conduct. Mm -hmm. This is about reforming our police force and challenging culture and it has jarred a number of people. But I trust that the public have seen that we've acted in the best interests of them and all of our people to make sure that our employees are working in a workplace that is free of that type of behaviour. The federal member for Solomon says he'd be hesitant in backing Australian government restrictions on the Northern Territory, which would see the reinstating of alcohol bans in dozens of remote communities. Senator Jacinta Price... Jacinta Price is working on a private bill to reintroduce intervention-era alcohol restrictions to Indigenous communities as Aboriginal health authorities report anecdotal increases in substance-related harms. Solomon MP Luke Gosling has told Mix 106.9 that he'd like to see more details. Yeah, you know, I think we've got to be pretty careful in having the federal government impose restrictions. This is a Northern Territory government process that they've been working through for a while now. So I'd be interested whether she's spoken with the NT government about what their current plan is. New South Wales is to conduct a review into an incident that left an indigenous teenager hospitalized after an arrest in the state's north. Police arrested two teenage boys while investigating property offences in the Karaki area south of Lismore. Footage shortly after the arrest shows both boys in handcuffs with the 14-year-old's face covered in blood appearing to go in and out of consciousness. He was treated at Lismore Hospital for laceration to the head. Family members allege he obtained the injury during the police arrest. Police confirmed the 14-year-old was later released and taken to Lismore Police Station where he has been charged with trespass and suspicion of possessing stolen goods. Former Prime Minister Julia Gillard says the passing of Queen Elizabeth II will open up a fresh set of reflections about Australia's possible future as a republic. Ms Gillard has told the ABC planning for a referendum would likely take several years, but discussions may begin after the late monarch's funeral. Ms Gillard says now is a time to honour Queen Elizabeth's dedication to duty and that there is no rush to debate Australia's constitutional arrangements. I certainly endorse what the Prime Minister has said. Uh, there's time for measured discussion. It's certainly too soon for that now. Um, the the things that uh, people want to do to honour the Queen, the Prime Minister, our Prime Minister being at the funeral on Monday, all of those things need to be worked through. And then I think we can have a measured, steady discussion, which will ultimately take us, I think, in the direction of a republic. But it won't be quick. It comes as Prime Minister Antony Albanese and other selected Australians travel to London for the service. Royal family members in the past have said the republic debate in Australia or in any other Commonwealth country is a matter for the people of those nations. King Charles III is expected to face anti-monarchy protests protesters today during his first visit to Wales since ascending the throne. The castle is one of three locations the new king will visit during his day-long tour of the capital. He is expected to meet charitable organizations and faith leaders after having a private audience with First Minister Mark Drakeford. Those attending the rally are expected to stand and hold signs with anti-monarch slogans calling for the Welsh people to consider a future without the monarchy. Campaigners are calling on government authorities to ask South Wales police to respect their democratic right to protest following arrests and threats of action against people holding signs saying, Not my king in other cities. As Australia marks one year since the signing of the AUKUS agreement, plans to acquire nuclear-powered submarines from Britain and the United States are taking shape. Fifty delegates from the other two countries are in Australia for talks, but the details of the partnership remain top secret. The Nuclear Submarine Task Force is due to hand its findings from an 18-month study to the government in March. Defence Minister Minister Richard Miles says the final model will be a vessel that's also in use either in the UK or the US. Obviously, it is desirable that the submarine we ultimately operate is also operated by another country. In that way, there is a shared experience in operating the platform. The Reserve Bank of Australia is, is set to come under scrutiny today as a parliamentary hearing examines its rate rises. The head of the central bank, Philip Lowe, will face the House of Representatives Economics Committee. The committee will probe the RBA's recent interest, interest rate rises, the challenges of tackling high inflation and the bank's approach to returning inflation to between 2 and 3%. The central bank has been criticised for signalling its intentions to keep interest rates low until 2024, with some calling for Dr. Lau's resignation. Dr. Lau says the 2024 forecast was highly conditional and never a definite commitment. The federal opposition's defence spokesman has warned the China-Russia alliance is a monster threatening the world order. Andrew Hasty told the Houston Institute in Washington the U.S. needs to show greater leadership in the Indo-Pacific region amid rising strategic threats from the two nations. Russian President Vladimir Putin has met Chinese President Xi Jinping on the sidelines of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization Summit. Mr. Putin has thanked China for what he calls, the, he calls a balanced view of the war in Ukraine, while also condemning supposed interference from the U.S. in the Taiwan Strait. Mr. Hasty says these th- strengthening relations are dangerous. As they struck their No Limits partnership in February this year, Xi and Putin created a strange new monster. We see its carnage in the atrocities of Bucha, and its menacing missiles streaking across the Taiwan Strait. This monster nurses a hard grievance against America and the global order she protects. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen has met Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky in Kiev. Their discussions focused on support for displaced Ukrainians as winter approaches, as well as the completion of a €5 billion preferential loan to Ukraine from the European Parliament. It's a key part of a €9 billion aid package to offset the cost of war. Ms von von, von der Leyen says as the cold months draw near, the EU will help Ukrainians prepare. We have earmarked already uh, 150 million euros to make sure that the internally displaced people here in Ukraine have shelter. And I'm happy to announce that uh, there will be another 100 million to uh, support schools so that the damages done by the war in, uh, uh, in those school schools uh, can be repaired in a short term. Osmania is set to become the first Australian state or territory to curb the losses of poker machine players. Under the scheme, which the state government says will be in place by the end of 2024, people will need to show photo identification to play the machines. They'll be given a card which will have a preset loss limit of $100 per day, $500 per month, and $5,000 per year. The move is in line with a recommendation from the state's liquor and gaming commission. Tasmania's big body for community services task force is supporting the change, but the state's hospitality industry, which backed the government at the 2018 state election, says it has been taken by surprise. A huge weekend of finals, footy and sporting events means Sydney-siders are being urged to plan their travel in advance. Huge crowds are expected for the NRL and AFL Grand Finals games, with the events taking place at the adjacent SCG and Allianz Stadium. In addition to the footy, there will be some road closures on Sunday, including the Sydney Harbour Bridge, to facilitate 35,000 people taking part in the Sydney Running Festival. Craig Moran, Executive Director of Customer Journey at Transport New South Wales, is advising attendees to get public transport where possible. He insists public transport services are prepared to ensure serious delays are avoided. We've done a lot of work in planning with both, you know, the AFL and the NRL and venues New South Wales and we've got additional train services that'll get you into central. We've also got additional light rail services to get you to and from Moore Park. But you know to be honest the services will be very busy so so plan ahead and please follow the directions of any transport staff who when you're entering and leaving services over the weekend And now, having a look at the weather around the country, Brougham a sunny day 34, Perth partly cloudy 20, Adelaide showers 15, Melbourne showers 17, Hobart showers 17 as well, Albury, Wodonga cloudy day 16, Canberra a shower of 217 degrees, Wollongong sunny 22, Sydney partly cloudy 24, Newcastle much the same, 24 degrees. Brisbane, showers 26. Townsville, mostly cloudy, 28. Kent, sunny day ahead, 31 degrees. Alice Springs, sunny, 28. Darwin, sunny, 33. And the Torres Strait Islands, partly cloudy day, the top of 31 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.